1: Chicago! Welcome in to the Chicago Sports Podcast presented by Goose Island, the official beer of CHGO. Find one of their seat Chicago locations at gooseisland.com forward slash location. What's up, everyone? Welcome in. I am Kevin Kada, head of content at CHGO, joined as always by Casey Standahar. Luke Stuckmeyer and Lawrence Benedetto, and joining us on a special, kind of sad day, kind of a—I don't know—I don't know what kind of day it is. But from sad. CHEO Blackhawks, Jay Zawoski, we're going to see who cries first. Uh, the guy <laughs> wearing the Jonathan Taves jersey, me, or the guy whose Jonathan Taves jersey is on our um, our table right now, Jay. Wait. Who's,
2: who's going to start crying? What happened? Did, <laughs> did something happen with Jonathan Taves? Uh. Uh, I, you know. I kind of got my emotions out the other day when I wrote my my letter to Jonathan Taves. Um, But I think tonight will be weird. It's also going to be a test being in the press box for this (laughs) because you're not supposed to show any emotion or anything like that. And I'm just a guy that shows emotion at song lyrics and birds and and flowers and stuff. So I imagine that that will be challenged tonight. It's going to be interesting. Um, I can't wait to see what they have planned because... Davidson said they'd made this decision at the Seattle game, so they've had some time to put some stuff together. So uh, we'll see. It's going to be, uh,
3: yeah, you if know, nothing else, historic. You know, Blackhawks TV has got something cooking. Yeah,
2: they probably have had it ready to go for months. We're going to be talking a
1: lot about Jonathan Taves on today's podcast. Probably most of the podcast, uh, we're going to get to him in, in a little bit. First off, want to remind everyone about the CHGO Bears NFL draft party, which we're holding two nights. April 27th and 28th at Joe's on Weed Street. That includes that premium drink package. Tickets are on sale now, so make sure you come out there. It's crazy. Two weeks. Oh are, you, are you ready, Lawrence? No,
3: I'm not ready at all. Absolutely. I don't want, I don't want to talk about it. You got <laughs>
1: the graphics package ready to go?
3: I just the saw big board. Some, there, there's some folder was sent into the Dropbox yesterday, and I have not even looked.
1: Well, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, If you come out, you're going to see how the sausage is made. You may see Lawrence getting angry and yelling at people, which would be well worth the cost of admission. So, uh, It's going to be a lot of fun, so make sure you buy those tickets. Also, let's just get to this week's Taking Care of Business Award winner, powered by
4: ComEd. I think this might be our first repeat winner. Is this right, Luke? Did, we, did Zach win this? Uh, I believe Zach has won it. Yeah. I'm not as excited about this time versus whatever the last time was. <laughs> Zach Levine is the
1: Taking Care <laughs> of Business Award winner uh, for this week because last night he went nuclear. Uh, nuclear? You, nuclear? You
3: George W. Bush? George W. <laughs> Bush. <laughs> uh,
1: on the Toronto Raptors, 39 points, 30 in the second half absolute signature game for Zach Levine who really didn't have one up to this point as Will Gottlieb pointed out uh, he, he was just crazy 13 of 15 free throws both of those were uh, the second highest totals of his career and this is what, we, what you want from a guy with a max contract when the season is on the line he puts your team I mean they were down 19 points at one point it looked like the season was over we're getting ready people were sending out the golf tweets <laughs> and they came back
4: Yeah, I mean, you took the words out of my mouth. That's what a max player is supposed to look like. Crunch time, season on the line, the guy shows up and takes over the game. He inspires the rest of the players on the court to do better than they were doing. Run harder, jump higher, everything better, right? And he did. So that was great. For me, I have, I'm the practical guy who looks at everything through a different lens and i have a tougher time looking at it because i want to say i want more of those all season long and he had injuries which is right which is part of the reason i'm just saying from the bulls i want more of that because in this case i i had shut them off for the year and i want to see them have even a one percent chance of a draft pick well that there's, could change if the they franchise. lose to
1: miami on friday night there's still that chance yes I guess the worrisome thing is, does management then look at this and say, well, what are you going to get from a fully healthy Zach Levine next year? That's danger number two. But maybe they've unlocked something. Like, obviously the last two years, it's been like this weird dance between DeMar and Zach Levine, who gets the ball. Now it's Zach Levine's team. He gets the ball. He's going to the rim. He's getting to the line. I'm not saying it's it's a great situation, but I I can see how they're going to talk themselves into it.
4: I can see how fans are excited by watching the game last night. I mean yeah. that's that's still thrilling to watch your team, your jersey going up and down the floor and make the great comeback. I just we mentioned yesterday before we left, I said, who's the getting the number one pick more important to? The right. Blackhawks or the Bulls? And it is not even close that it's the, <laughs> the Bulls. Bulls. Because the Blackhawks are gonna get one, two or three regardless, right? And and no. they're still good picks.
2: They're gonna get a they're gonna get a pick that's gonna help. Likely them. in the top five for yeah. sure. Right. Um,
4: hopefully in the top three.
3: Hopefully in the top one. Hopefully, the top hopefully, they, one. Haven't screwed, <laughs> hopefully they
4: haven't screwed it up too. But, but Webb Yama would change the Bulls. The Blackhawks right, right. have a farm system that's built up that gives them reason to think they're going to be good regardless of the pick. Being excited
1: after last night's win is really the challenge of being a, a fan of a mid-NBA mm-hmm. team. How do you take enjoyment out of a cool win like that? And it was a cool win by, by any measure. One made money. Won me money too. We'll talk <laughs> about Kings. that a little later when we talk about DraftKings. On me. the other hand, it's like okay, well, you won this, and if you went on Miami, that's going to be a fun win too. However, that happens, if it happens, but you know, on, on the other side, you got no chance against Milwaukee. That's just hot. zero. And if you're an NHL team, even if you're that eighth seed, all right, maybe our goalie gets hot. Maybe you know, maybe something really crazy happens. Maybe a couple bounces go our way and that 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 doesn't happen in the NBA. So that's that's the challenge of being the fan a fan of a team like the Bulls.
4: It's tough it's tough to watch. I mean I I can't get excited about this team and that's I I'm, I'm a lifelong Bulls fan, but I just they beat teams that they should be competing against. you hope yeah. they'd be competing against and then the teams that are in the lottery they they don't and you're like, "Well, this is all effort." Yeah. How could you not say it's effort? Well, I've got good news for you. They're only going to play good teams from here on out, Luke. Well, <laughs> I don't think they have enough of that to do it in a series is the problem. Right, right, right.
2: Yeah, I mean, the point of playing is to win championships. Yes. And these little play and maybe a one-rounder here or there is fun. But what does it ultimately accomplish? Which is, I don't want to steer it only to the Hawks, but that's why the Hawks are doing what they're doing, because they try to do the middle thing and – get hot and rely on those stars to carry them through another playoff run. It hasn't worked. They haven't won a playoff series, a real one, since 2015. I mean, it's been eight years since they won a playoff series. They won in the bubble, but does that count? No fans? Like, not really. You know, it's just that's why you uh, you either do it or you don't. That's right. The NBA is a little different, though, because you can sign one guy and completely change the trajectory of the franchise. If you were to bring in a superstar player to the Bulls, then you could say, "All right, you can get significantly better with one move." You
4: can't really do that in hockey or football or baseball. But a lower seed in hockey could win the Stanley Cup. A lower seed in the NBA is never going to march their way all to the championship. What if they have like a? What if they have a superstar though? What if they had like a, a no. Steph Curry type? No, he he put, wins, he'll win. He'll win enough some games, but he couldn't win enough I series mean, to do it.
3: Jay, I see what you were saying like a guy who maybe missed like the first 60 games of the year and they muddled along and ended up in the 7th seed well, then he's the, back Like
4: Kevin Durant. Jordan comes back yeah. I'm back do we have enough yeah. to do it even Jordan didn't have enough when he came back to do it the first time I don't know. that is true All right, let's talk anyway. about Jonathan Taves <laughs> uh, do we have to <laughs> let's get nostalgic Lawrence, Lawrence, Lawrence might
1: be the first one to cry
3: it's possible Oh, I forgot. again you mean cry hey, again see, I saw who, him who's weeping gonna cry here himself
1: first. in the corner
5: well it's not going to be me I know that ugh It's probably Lawrence.
1: Rude. I haven't seen Lawrence cry. (laughs)
5: Lawrence could cry about it. I feel like he's... You and... I mean, all three of you are were pretty invested.
1: So I'll I'll tell you who actually did cry first. It was actually Kenzie Kadock yesterday. I, I mentioned the fact that she that he may be retiring, and she just burst into tears and
4: said, "But I just got his jersey." <laughs> there you See, go. Lawrence went and put the jersey on, and now he's closer to not just crying the ugly cry, which I is what not. we're really looking for.
5: Kevin, I gotta say, I love what a sports fan. She's You've,
4: becoming a big yeah, one. Awesome. That's great and, for you guys. And honestly, had I pulled out my
1: cell phone, it would have been like she probably could have gone viral because she was in her bed. She was crying. I said, Well, you know, it's cool. You can wear his jersey forever. I'm going to be wearing this jersey for as long as you know me. And. And she doesn't want to hear it. She's like, but I want it when well, he's skating on
4: the ice. I said, well, that's just not going to happen. Why didn't you
5: film that? Oh,
4: no. One last shift is on. still coming. Oh, yeah, it's coming. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Great C- it yeah. would yeah.
5: have it's been great content for It would have been great
4: content. Remember
2: when the, the kid feel was feel sad that content. Brent Lillibridge got traded? Remember that video? <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's my favorite guy. Oh,
2: the kid's probably 30 now. It was so long ago. But yeah. uh, I remember, yeah, that's that's it's cool that you have your daughter invested, but you can't logic away the heartbreak of sports to a young kid. Like no. it just, I don't care. Like you can't be like, well, technically his skills have diminished, and yeah, like yeah. They don't want to hear that. That's a superhero. No. Yeah. You know, that's like.
1: I bring about that Peyton. story up though because I, I did feel a little certain something when I saw the tweets come come from Mario this morning. You guys were all at the press conference, and that was the first one that I saw, saying, and and basically, really, the Blackhawks have forced the issue and said we're going to have a great send off. For him tonight, which is great because I was sitting here in the past week or so thinking, well, this is going to be really weird. We didn't have a send off per se for Patrick Kane. We didn't know his last game was going to be the last game when it happened. And this was also in a gray area. We knew he probably wasn't coming back. Yeah. So you could go out there and cheer, but you also might have left the United Center thinking, well, was that really it? We don't know. Now you're going to go out there tonight and you're going to really feel like you're going to know that this is it.
2: The other night, the last home game was very strange because we talked about it on the CHGO Blackhawks postgame show. I was surprised there wasn't more of a fan acknowledgement of Taves, and I think you're right. It was kind of like a, ah, is he go-? like I don't know. Are we supposed to be in mourning? Are we supposed to be doing the standing o's every time he's on the ice? And I think fans were kind of unsure what to do. Tonight, they're going to know. And I'm glad that Kyle Davidson was able to announce it uh, so early in the day um, so people can make plans and get tickets and, you know, try to get out to the game to let Jonathan Taves hear, you know, all the praise that he deserves. And I know there's some comments. Uh, I see one from Alex saying um, – oh, maybe it wasn't Alex. Someone yeah, saying that, uh, yeah, they the didn't deserve kind of a, a send-off. Up. So, look, it's it, – it's, that is a complicated chapter in the Jonathan Taves story, and I don't think that you can – Ignore that in any way, shape, or form. He was praised as one of the game's best captains, uh, one of the best captains yeah. in Blackhawks history, if not the. And at age twenty, he had a failure of leadership.
1: Okay, I've I've never judged any of the players on that because we do not know what information well, they we're working. That's on. what I was going to say. We fully because don't know.
2: Here, here's what here's what we know. Okay, I've been a twenty year old dude. I've been an athlete before. Yeah. I've been in a locker room before as a player. And there's no open conversations. There's rumor, there's hearsay, there's, did you hear this? Did you hear this? I'm kind of hearing this. What do you make of it? I don't want to touch that with a 10-foot pole. The season ends. Brad Aldrich is gone. And they're all like, okay, I guess we know what happened. I guess it's taken care of. I get it. 20-year-olds are going to make mistakes. They're hyper-focused on hockey. They're imperfect. Let's be honest, the world was a different place 13 years ago. Quite honestly, it was. It was less aware of things like that. What disappointed me more with Taves was his comments after the revelations came out where he said, can I say Stan Bowman on this show? I think I can. (laughs) No, damn it! All right, I'll throw a dollar in. Um, (laughs) Hey, you know, he was always good to me, and I don't think he should lose his job for this one thing. It was just very unsympathetic, and he also had some moments last year where he was openly pouting about the state of the team. So there were some letdowns there, but look. I, who is the perfect athlete there isn't one mm-hmm. all these guys are flawed and the more we find out and the more access we get via social media and instant reaction the the, the less perfect these guys can be wow. but look I, th- I think that he's a good person that made a bad statement and i don't think that is enough to completely tarnish a legacy yeah they're all
4: flawed but we're all flawed too Wait.
3: Well, settle down. We,
4: no, in each I way mean, where everybody's got a flaw. Everybody's done something stupid or said something stupid. Yeah. We're just not in front of yeah. a microphone like they are or a camera like I they are. I think not yes. only that story, but, like, just the entire
1: Jonathan Tafe story, and especially what we're looking at right now. He's still only 34 years old, and his body has betrayed him, and he's in a position where he can kind of be pushed out the door if that's what this is from the Blackhawks. I don't think that's what this is, but I think they're making this decision a little bit for him. And th- there are so few perfect endings in sports. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- how many perfect endings have there been? <sighs> I mean, even, even Marcel some- Lemieux,
2: when he scored on a breakaway in his last game, <laughs> but it wasn't a Stanley Cup. It was just a great moment to end a career. Right. But who I
1: mean, won a Michael Super Bowl Jordan, Jordan had the chance. Jordan, I mean, Jordan
4: had a chance to end it the right yeah, way.
1: right, right. But that he went to Washington. And even even his career with, I mean, how many times do you see him out with the Bulls? It's not like, you know, obviously he owns a different, you know,
4: NBA team. But him and the Bulls aren't, aren't really on, on that great of terms. Not for, not for major superstars. Like David Ross had a great one. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, that's sure. a good one. That's yeah. a pretty good way to yeah. go out. But mm-hmm. yeah. as far as, like, superstar players, uh, nothing Didn't jumps L- my mind. Elway or Manning, did they end their Elway won with a championship. Oh, Manning yeah. did too, right? Manning yeah. did too. Bronco. Both with the Broncos.
5: I, I just think you can't ignore the fact, even this graphic that we posted about the longest tenured Chicago athletes, you can't ignore that he has seven plus years on some of these people. It's, and crazy. it's Like, that's just a long career. You have to at least recognize it. Yes, he made some comments that weren't perfect and ideal, but mm-hmm. just the tenure of his career alone is is worth recognizing tonight. Oh, no, he,
2: he, is, he is deserving of recognition. And you know again yeah he made his mistakes but he also did them in the you know the comments he made was look he is friends with Stan Bowman he was they've been together for years they celebrated three championships together I think it's really easy for us to just say this person is now trash and just reject them right? Jonathan Taze was having emotions about someone he was close to losing their job. He was probably frustrated, didn't think it through. And when he had 24 hours to think it through, he's like, you know what? I should go back and clarify what I meant. And whether or not PR got to him or he did it on his own terms, we'll never know. Mm -hmm. But he realized at some point that, you know what? I was probably a little insensitive there. Who among us hasn't, right? I mean- At home with your wife, you say something wrong. You, oh, know, never. you know what I mean. Well,
3: now you're
5: saying crazy like it's just. It's now, just never. now Lawrence
2: understands. If the <laughs> expectation is perfection, then no one can ever be celebrated ever again. That's true. Let me ask you this,
4: Luke: Are are the Blackhawks handling us the way that they should? Uh, I will say this: You know, while it's not a shocking announcement because everybody assumed this was probably his last game, he could have said that for a couple months um that's game with the black it is it yeah, yeah with the blackhawks it is still jarring to actually hear it when you hear it Agreed. right like there, yeah. there's something where you're just like man and then and then it makes whether you covered the team rooted for the team probably played for the team it makes you nostalgic right i just looked at my i looked at my facebook before i came on here and my seven-year memory was jay was talking about playoffs was me at a morning skate 2016 game one against the blues and the two players that skate by are Kane and Taves. It's like, Whoa, seven years, life changes fast for everybody. Right. And so I don't, I think they are doing it the right way. I think you could have had this long drawn out Wilson Contreras thing to put it in a Cubs perspective. Not, I'm not putting them on the same level as stardom in Chicago, but like, Wilson was celebrated over and over, like, every time he came. I think that would have been great for Jonathan Taves to have three weeks of games where he got a standing O every time he touched the ice. But I don't think that would have been Jonathan Taves. Right. That would have been so anti-Taves. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. nobody's more. Two athletes I can think of that I covered that were uncomfortable with the spotlight but still treated it the way they wanted it to be done. Like, Tim Duncan was one. Didn't want to be on camera, but was there after every game. Hated being on camera. Jonathan Taves always had a little uncomfortable, but was smooth, polished on camera. Maybe didn't say the right thing, but was always there. Good game, bad game as the captain. And I just don't think he would have wanted that, un- just like Tim Duncan wouldn't want to that parade, if you will, for his career. So I I do think they're doing it the
2: right way. There are very few hockey players that would want that. Mm -hmm. Because individuality in hockey is as a culture kind of condemned. It is, you know, you don't want to come off as a me guy and not a wee guy. And it's it's very back not backwards, but maybe old fashioned in that sense. And I don't think there's any more of an old school type of old guard player currently playing in Jonathan Taves like he he completely embodies that mindset of hockey and yeah there's no way he wants to do the wave you know what I mean he might acknowledge a video tribute tonight or something and he'll probably be named a star of the game and I don't think he wants much more let me ask you this though Jay
1: let's say he goes out and he gets a deal with I don't know the Seattle Kraken or the Vegas Golden Knights and he's wearing that jersey next
2: year are you okay with that I mean, yeah, it's, it's a business. You know what I mean? It's uh, I, I don't want him to play anymore for his own sake, but that's his decision to make, not mine. And, of course, it's going to be weird to see him in another jersey, but star athletes play for different teams all the time. You know, we, we just talked about Michael Jordan was a wizard. <laughs> he was a White Sox. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. it's yeah. like guy, you know. Brett Favre moved on. Aaron Rodgers is going to move on. Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, all these greats played for different teams. Arguable
3: mm-hmm. goat Joe Montana.
2: Arguable goat Joe Montana. Right. Notre Dame's area. so
1: yeah. So that leaves what Seabrook as the only. Hawk to have been Blackhawk his entire career, even though he was technically a
2: member of the Tampa Bay He was a light, He was technically a member of the Lightning, yes.
1: Okay. So,
4: yeah. um, but that's assuming you think Taves is actually going to play I next guess year. The, he, Crawford so
2: you're, briefly wore a Devil's jersey,
1: but never in a game. Yeah,
2: never in a game. I would say I think Jonathan Taves is going to go about this summer with an open mind. But as he said the other night, if it's not hell yes, then it's hell no. And I don't see how Jonathan Taves, based on what he said over the last few weeks about what he's been through, I don't know how Jonathan Taves ever gets to hell yes. He came into camp fat. I can say that because I am. Uh, He had the highest body fat on the team. He was 40 pounds overweight. And everyone's like, what the hell happened to this guy? You could see it in his face. He had like a bit of a double chin, a little bit of a gut. A couple weeks ago, he said, I have to plan when I get ready for hockey again because i start too soon i'm going to derail my entire season my body can only handle so much of a workout load before it completely shuts down on me a why is he going to want to go through that with another team i could see if he was cup chasing right if he had not won a cup and it's the last thing he needs to scratch off the the list he's got three now he's got to find a new home in a new city with new doctors establish a new routine like, I just don't know why it makes sense for Jonathan Taves to try to play for another team. Why does he want to go be the third line center for the Boston Bruins?
5: But, but Jay, do you think he pulls, like, a Albert holes or, like, a Andrew McCutcheon and, like, comes back, like, later for, like, one more, I, like, hurrah?
2: I'm going to read a quote from Kyle Davidson today, and I loved it. I don't know if resting on sentimentality or the past does us any good in the future. Let it go. Tear off the Band-Aid. All good things have to come to an end. I don't want to see the ghost of... we ever, Let's be honest. I've seen the ghost of Jonathan Taves now for the last two years. I don't need to see any more of it. I don't need to see the ghost of Patrick Kane in three or four years. I've seen it. I don't want the old version of that guy to come and sully the memories of the great version of that guy
5: so it's like it's like when you hear that your favorite show is like going to be rebooted or like a spinoff and you're like no just like leave it the way it was well,
2: i would the difference there <laughs> is there's so a potential for Luz the too. there's a potential for the show to still be good yeah i don't th- yeah jonathan Taves is never going to come back and be jonathan tames you know simpson mm-hmm. season nine like that's never going to be top to get you know what i mean like it's just He's never going to get back to that level. Yeah. And I, I think that when teams operate from a, let's generate some warm fuzzies, let's get some butts in the seats, that's how you end up where the Hawks have been for the last eight years. To do the right thing, you've got to make painful decisions. And I think regardless of what you believe about Kyle Davidson's plan, whether it's going to work or not, you have to respect the fact that he has been unflinching. In the public eye, of I'm going to make unpopular moves. I'm going to trade Alex DeBrinkett, I'm going to trade Kirby Doc. I'm going to trade Brandon Hagel. I'm going to trade Patrick Kane. I'm going to walk away from Jonathan Taves. Wow! Think about that. Think about the nerve shown yeah. by a first year, with no experience GM, to walk into an original six city mm-hmm. and burn it to the ground <laughs> and not blink.
3: Yeah. I,
2: you gotta respect that. It is bold, but it's what's needed. There's a reason we have a jar for a guy we can't mention anymore. <laughs> that's why we're here. That's why we have to suffer this the next three, four years of subpar hockey. But the hope is three to four. you nail these drafts <laughs> if you get Bedard, it's three or four. Maybe two or three. But you nail these drafts and you're right back to where you
4: were. Just was, look at that's the one. I, I guarantee you there are Blackhawks fans out there and you certainly know this Jay that are saying well if we get Bedard wouldn't it be great to have a leader like Tave still be there be the captain and have 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 the torch passed instead of That's the not torch- what David Davidson was saying this morning. No I know yeah. he's saying the opposite he's yeah. saying we're taking the torch away and we're going to wait for the next guy to give it to Well him. I think that also assumes there's no other leadership in a room. And I don't think that's
2: the case. I think Connor Murphy, who's on that list of tenured <laughs> players, I think for the average sports fan in Chicago, Connor Murphy probably doesn't move the needle, but Connor Murphy has been their most consistent defender. He has always said the right thing. He is always available, win or lose. He has captain-like tendencies. Seth Jones this year has stepped into a captain's role. Um Davidson mentioned it today. Lucas Reichel took on a leadership role in Rockford. Maybe the next captain of this team isn't here yet, and that I don't think. I think next year the sea should be vacant. There should not be a captain next year. Just have alternate captains. No one wears the sea until that that torch has been passed. And how, maybe it's Bedard, maybe it's Fantilli, whoever. But wait, how fast was it again with Taves? Because I remember Savvy. It's his second
4: year, Yeah. right? So like he waited, but Savvy right away said, "This is captain." This material. is a captain, dude. Yep. I mean,
2: that was people knew that when he was coming out of North Dakota, that he was in that Sakic iserman mold, and it's exactly what he was. I mean, from day one, he was a great defensive forward. Uh, he struggled at faceoffs in his first year, but worked his ass off to become one of the best faceoff guys of his generation. Selkie Trophy, smite like, he's done it all. He he has completely delivered everything that was promised when he was drafted, yeah. and I I, th- I do think it's a shame that the last few years. He hasn't been able to maintain that level of play because of the health concerns, Um, because I do think some people have forgotten how great Jonathan Taves, when when he was at his peak, he was number one or two in the game. It wasn't Kane and Taves. It was Taves and Kane. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yep. We're going to walk down memory lane a little bit more uh, with with Jonathan Taves, maybe talk about our favorite Jonathan Taves moments, talk about where he – ranks in Chicago sports history first though 80 degrees out today in Chicago unbelievable weather a little hot for a hockey sweater but I'm doing it anyway Um, and I'm also doing it with my Shady Rays Shady taking on the sun with gear built to last our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an affordable price Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair that I've ever worn. Durable frames and extremely clear optics. I'm able to read this laptop screen right here, no problem. (laughs) And that's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by the lost and broken replacements. Lose or break a pair, even on day one? They told us they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase it. And together with their customers, Shady Rays is providing much needed support to nonprofit partners across the United States through Shady Rays Impact. From building play sets for pediatric cancer patients to providing young adults with MS, the outdoor adventure of a lifetime, Shady Rays is making an impact in your community and others like it now and for years to come. And if you don't love your Shady Rays, you can exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. No risk when you shop. The Their team always has your back. And exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code CHGO for 50% off two-plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the Shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Luke, I'm guessing a, a few people are probably going to take advantage of this, of this today because on a yeah. day like today... You're gonna you want to buy sunglasses. Well, Need just em. this week. Need them. Right? Need, Need em.
5: not a want. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs>
5: Run, don't That's walk. That's
2: why traffic was so bad this morning because people forgot the sun exists, <laughs> and then they turn on the highway and it's like bright
4: in her face. Everyone slams rays. on the brakes and yeah, the sun's not leaving, folks. The only way to increase Kevin's vibe right now—he's got the three-one-two in one hand, he's got the Taves retirement sweater on, and he had his shady rays. That's because of the day, okay? Yeah. Tomorrow when it's too hot, the sweater, hockey sweater goes back in the closet, and yeah. you're going to want to break out the pins and aces, the official golf apparel partner of All City and CHGO. We love our pins and aces gear and tons of compliments based on it, on and off the course. They are family-owned, a golf and apparel business, making amazing polos, hats, golf bags, even our favorite beer sleeve. This innovative product allows you to store not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, not six beers, In your bag, seven ice-cold beers in your golf bag the entire round. Check out PinsAndAces.com. Use the code CHGO to receive 15% off your first order. Get free shipping. That's PinsAndAces.com. You go from winter sports swag to the summer swag. It's all coming in. We've got even
1: more swag. Surprise shirt announcement. What? We've got a CHGO shirt drop.
5: Ring the alarm.
1: <laughs> oh, Captain, my Captain, celebrate one of the greatest careers in Chicago sports history now at the locker.com Look at that shirt. It is beautiful. If you're listening That's, on the pod, wow, that is cool. we've got to see with all of number 19's career accomplishments inside of it. This is definitely a must add oh, to captain. my collection.
4: I just went and my bought captain. the two new Cubs shirts, and now... you. Two days later, now i got to make a separate order. They can't come at one time. I
2: bought a Cub shirt. You owe me one. you got to buy a Hawk shirt.
4: Well, I'm definitely going to get that one.
2: <laughs>
1: that, this, that one this one is great looking.
2: Yeah. Uh, it's
4: going to be great.
1: I mean, it's, it's a T-shirt. It's great for summer. So check that out. CHGOLocker.com. Oh, Captain, my Captain. Shout out to Eric and DNVR for making just another
4: fantastic CHGO shirt. Let's go. I That's sweet. It. Or you really sign up to that. be a diehard today and make that your free one. Uh, that's Could probably that a great too. idea. Oh, there you go.
5: Rock the sea. I love it.
4: Let's do it. Captain Sirius. What a great nickname that was. All right. So, uh, Luke, you actually had some,
1: you know, interactions with, with Jonathan during starting the second cup run. Mm. Um, what, what was what was it like covering him back then when he was at his peak?
4: Um, I, think, I think Jay would tell you, too. I mean, like, he is the ultimate professional when I mean, like, hockey players are pretty serious guys. I don't know if I've dealt with an athlete that, number one, took losing as hard as Jonathan Taves. Wow. Like he wore it on his face. He didn't give you the salty answers necessarily because he was the captain. But when you walked into a locker room and they had lost a tough game, you could feel it oozing out of his we're, pores worse than Duck and Keith. Uh, no, Duncan Keith gave it to you a different way. Duncan <laughs> Keith let you know, mm-hmm. verbally, non-verbally, every way possible that he was angry about losing. Jonathan Taves just had that stoned look on his face, like I never want to feel this ever again <laughs> in my life, and it's gonna change on the first shift tomorrow. It's one of the reasons when they would go down 0-1, like you know, in a series, you'd be like, "Man, I'm not counting on Taves." You see the way he looked in the in the locker room afterwards. Um, interaction wise, he's one of the faces I remember from Kane was a guy I remember from the top of the bus, like doing parades. Taves is the guy I remember asking questions while I'm standing in the white house thinking, how did I end up here covering hockey with Jonathan Taves in the white house, you know? And so that's one. And then to show you what, how he respected different facets of hockey, right? He just wasn't. I'm sure behind scenes he was more vocal than the captain series. You know, that's where he gets the nickname. But he also respected other parts of the game, including media, which, you know, I understand that fans wouldn't care about it. I'm just telling you from personal experience, he did respect the fact that he was going to come out. So, like Patrick Sharp, like Marion Hosa, who's another guy, just they were very similar in that mold. The Hawks could be down 0 3 and. I knew as the sideline guy for the broadcast that I could ask for Jonathan Taves down 3 and he would come out and professionally answer questions about what went wrong. Yeah. He was actually probably better at that than he was at being telling you about a goal and an assist he had in the first period. He would take that brunt for the rest of the team. But I remember one instance after a game where he was the number one star and the media up in the press box is who votes on the number one star. Jay, correct me if I'm wrong. It's one person, right? And it kind of rotates like it, it alternates. Who's doing it. It hasn't rotated to me yet. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so yes. this was, I, I knew, who the, I knew what was going on. I was going to do the three-star interview on the ice after the game. Taves was number one. Another player was number. It was all Hawks. It was a big win. Fans are going crazy. Taves is one, and the person who was two or three was not happy that they were not number one. I'm not going to say the player's name. The player was pissed off that they weren't the number one star. Okay, <laughs> tell, tell me off the air. I will. Taves, as that person walked off, skates up to do the number one star interview. So it must have been the number. they were the number two star. And Taves, while they're still announcing it, you can't hear anything and my microphone's off, Let's that player have it. (laughs) Let's them have it. Let them know that it's not about who's the number one star. I won't tell you what he said, but he, in 10 seconds that was silence there and only I can hear it, and the PR person, he let them have it. And then after we did the number one star and he went, that player was still waiting in that tunnel between the locker room and the bench. And I waited out on the bench because I knew that there was a tongue lashing coming. And that player, other player knew to stand there and take it from Taves. (laughs) You wait right here, young man. He waited, (laughs) he waited and took it and was like, was that player older than him? I'm not gonna say. Okay. I'm just gonna say, I, I, I like all the players that are involved in this. But it was the fact that he was the captain, and he knew that, one, it wasn't about being the number one star, and, two, the player kind of brushed by, like, skated off and brushed by me and was kind of miffed coming off the ice. He didn't like that. I heard that in the conversation. And then after the game, I had done a live shot for TV, and Taves acknowledged that on his way out. There wasn't a long conversation, but it was just like a, I got your back. And the next day, sorry, that shouldn't have happened. Wow. That's a great but, story. So he was he was thoughtful in that way that he also respected what we were doing and that we had a job to do as well as he had a job to do and his teammates had the job to do.
2: Well, and especially in that scenario, you're not going to put any player in a bad position. You know, it's no, like, like, oh, I'm only the number two, sir. Aw. Right. I, that's... That's pretty, that's surprising. No, but
4: they thought they had a better game. And in this case, I don't remember why it was that Taves was, I think he scored, I think Taves scored the game-winning goal. That's it, just so people know, behind the scenes. And the the other player had like (laughs) two goals and an assist and was like, yeah, they're not even there without me. Come on.
2: Just so (laughs) you know and the players know, oftentimes that has to be submit it before the game's
4: over sure so does. if the game is close yes.
2: they'll say here's three here's two and whoever scores the game winner is number one yes it's just kind of a way to yes. cop out through the system and it's not a committee it was just one person. it's one person yeah so to the many many Blackhawks watching this now that's how it's chosen yeah so if yeah. you ever thought you deserved number one and didn't get it that's why
4: yeah. the more you know i, n- I never <laughs> chose it so i was always a little like if a guy was mad about being number two, like in this industry, I was like, don't look at me, man. I'm just standing here with the microphone. Just doing what I'm told. Yeah. Lawrence, do you have a favorite Jonathan Taves memory?
3: Oh, uh, favorite Jonathan Taves memory. Well, yes, but it has nothing to do with on the ice, I guess is what I'll okay. say. That's not right. I'm doing things wrong over here. Um, I will say that when I was working at... NBC5. Oh, hi. Here I am. Hi. Uh, I was at Channel 5, and he was coming on. Uh, They were bringing him on for Sports Sunday one week. He was, I want to say, still 20 years old. Yes, because that's the whole point of the story. So he's, like, 20 years old, and I'm an idiot and younger than I am now. And I was, like, so, like, Johnny, like, this is pre-show. I'm, like, Johnny, like, what happens when you guys go to Canada? Like, do you and Kane – go into the bars after the games or like not even in Canada but like on the road like do you guys do you guys go to bars and he's like what are you trying to get me in trouble and I just remember him saying that to me like the very stone-faced tapes like keep uh, in mind that John McDonald
4: was hovering in the ceiling no, tiles no, no, too listening for, a, for someone <laughs> misspeaking there. there could have been yeah. a mic somewhere yes yeah. of course
3: yeah. but that's my favorite tape story that's just a. Little, that's cool yeah, it's that's good yeah sorry
2: Uh, To me, my favorite memory was that goal he scored against Colorado was rookie year Mm. um, because it was still probably the most dazzling goal he scored. And it was before home games were on TV. I was Um, was at the game. So you needed the avalanche announcers to make the call. But it's actually a little bit advantageous that they did because uh, Peter McNabb, the broadcaster, says, this is the kind of player that can bring a franchise back from the dead. And that was was Kane and Taves' rookie year. And remember, Taze missed the first two games of his rookie season. Came out and scored in his first uh, first game, first shot. He scored, but then I think it was four days later. It was that goal against Colorado, where he danced through, you know, end-to-end rush, you know, stick handling, toe dragging, just absolutely unbelievable. And when you hear a road broadcast get excited like their own player had scored the goal, <laughs> that tells you something. I think so for me. Yeah. Was that the most meaningful goal of his career? Absolutely not. But for a long time, Hawks fan that had suffered for that—I don't know. I, what am I trying to say? Like for the recognition to be known that like my team was great, and it was the kind of verification of okay, it's not just me, and it's not just us that think the Hawks are great. Now the people around the country are seeing it, and it's like kind of similar to Justin Fields, right? Like Bears fans are like. We, th- we, this guy's awesome he's the one but we haven't gotten that yet from like the national there's yeah. not like a national consensus that Fields is the one mm-hmm. so imagine that feeling when it comes hopefully next year when everyone's like yes Justin Fields is a top five quarterback that um, what's the word I'm looking for um, recognition or yeah. Yeah. acknowledgement a, it, the everybody. validation is it, what I'm looking for and it,
4: it's
1: the same, same dynamic because we were so starved just like Bears fans are yeah. so starved for a quarterback thinking it's never going to happen Jay and I are sitting back there at that time and Lawrence thinking, Hawks are never going to win a cup. Hawks are never going to win a cup. And I used to have dreams like being in the stands and thinking, and, and they, you know, like Chris Chelios would be down there like hoisting the cup. Wearing a Red Wings jersey. No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I used to have those dreams. And then for Taves to actually come here and do that. Three times. Three times. Yeah. But that goal was really kind of what convinced me to get season tickets. And I thought, this is it. These guys are here. This is this is a chance these tickets are available and it was the greatest
2: ride sports ride that i'll probably ever have in my life i'm trying to remember the year it was um somebody uh, espn uh, named the hawks the worst franchise in sports yep like zero worst and and they probably deserved it. and they did deserve it they did absolutely deserved it um and in that and maybe it was three or four years and on on the cover of sports illustrated it's it was 2013 as i said the franchise that brought hockey back from the dead yeah like so what in a span of six, four years five years they had made that kind of a turn it's crazy it's i
1: think a, i've told this story in a, a number of forums before i don't think on this podcast before but that that rookie season when he was you know just kind of coming up their big coming out party was when they did the autograph signing on Michigan Avenue and we're kind of met like the Beatles. Yeah. Him and him and Patrick Kane. But that fall, uh, my friend went to the best buy on Elston and to, to return something. And he was waiting in line for, for the returns. And he looked over and Taves is standing there with his mom. And he's like, I think he was returning a laptop or something. Why did he get his laptop fixed? And my buddy Rob looked over and he said hey man uh are you Jonathan Taves and Taves goes oh yeah hey what's going on and it was all nothing you, you know we, I've been watching you play like welcome to Chicago you're, you're really great or something like that and Taves was like okay well thank you and it's like this like you know 30 seconds of uncomfortable <laughs> silence or whatever and yeah Taves leans over and goes hey man uh I just want to know like how did you recognize me and, I, have, I have an identical story. And, and my buddy goes, well, I, we've just been watching the games or whatever. And, and Tafe said, you're one of the first people to actually come up to me in Chicago. And, wow. you know, but six months later, he couldn't go anywhere. Yeah. Right. Flash forward, you know, 18 months,
2: couldn't go anywhere. without. I mean, he was one of the most, I mean, still is one of the most famous people in the city. He was at uh, his rookie year. Uh, I was working at NBC Tower. And he was a rookie. And we were at the Chipotle on Michigan Avenue, like, just uh, south of Wacker. And he had just won Rookie of the Week. And he was, like, you know, topping his pop and getting his salsa. And, fr- and I go, hey, man, congratulations. He's like, you know who I am? That's what he said. He's like, you know who I am? I'm like, yeah, I know who you are. He's like, oh, all right, cool. Like, he was, he was kind of taking it back. Like, here I am in Chipotle, you know, just getting my meal. He was all by himself. You know, and I, him, and I were just right next to each other. He probably was,
1: longs for the day when he could. Oh, he man. was. He was only badgered yeah. by Jay Zawaski while trying to eat a burrito. <laughs> I
2: didn't. I didn't even. I was just like, hey. That's congrats. the most
1: on-brand Jay Zawaski story I've ever heard. Yeah, was that. at a
2: restaurant? You were no, you was were eating a, a burrito. Yeah,
4: right. Like, with, burrito. With, with
2: Jonathan Taves. <laughs> I saw Patrick Kane at the Inferior Qdoba as well. Uh, years later on Randolph, and he was there by the himself Theo too. Starbucks story. It's all the. Well, if you don't want to be seen, you go to Yeah. Q- <laughs> Which, so is that your favorite was that your favorite goal by him? Oh Colorado yeah, goal? without a doubt. I mean, look, there were some that were more momentous and, and meaningful towards the Stanley Cups and all that, but um, for what that represented to me personally as a fan, that will never be topped. So I actually tweeted this out earlier today. The one that he tied uh,
1: Vancouver in Game 7 in 2011 to send that thing into overtime. That was pretty great to me like that is just Jonathan Taves went through two guys uh, another third guy picks him up he falls to the ground he gets a shot off it doesn't you know d- doesn't go anywhere hosta redirects it back to him and from his knees Taves somehow equalizes it the city of Vancouver at that point had to have been thinking here we go again These another guys number <laughs> right <laughs> well the, the, and the Canucks do end up winning that game in overtime But, you know, not for lack of of Jonathan Taves trying. And we saw it again in Game 5 of the 2015 Western Conference Finals when he scored two to equalize in Anaheim, which I think they lost that game again. But he would just put the team on his back and say, not today. Yeah. You
2: know what's funny, too, is another really great Taves memory I have is actually one that, from his perspective, isn't that great? In that series against Detroit in 2013, he was frustrated and he was in the penalty box and he had kind of – like for the first and only time in his career, we saw him kind of out of control, where he just was so frustrated that things were going so wrong. And Brent Seabrook literally gets in the penalty box with him and says, "Please remove cranium from rectum yeah. ASAP, yeah. and let's go." And it turned the series around, you know. Like, but to see Jonathan Taves like feel the frustration that Hawks fans were feeling at that time—it's like 2013 Hawks. These guys are great; they're going to do it again. And then those effing Red Wings getting away. And that, to me, is still my favorite Hawks memory is Seabrook eliminating the Red Wings. But that's a different show for a different day. Um, But but that's another Taves memory I'll never forget is Seabrook going in there and being like, hey, let's go. We need you to come back to us, Jonathan. (laughs) You know, you strayed too far. Yeah. So, yeah. and, And you mentioned, you know, Taves is the vocal leader. Uh, Seabrook was really that guy. Oh, yeah. Like he was the one you could constantly yeah. hear chirping and talking, and he was kind of the rah rah guy mm-hmm. um, with that kind of higher pitch voice. It stands out a lot. Um, I think he he doesn't get as much credit as a leader as he deserves. Um, but look, playing in the shadow of Jonathan Taves, no one's gonna. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just weird that it's it's over.
4: It is kind of it's <laughs> it's strange to yeah. see all these guys. Uh, for me, to see the Cubs players go away to see the blackhawks players go away one by one and in all in different fashions and different reasons but it's just it's amazing how fast the turnover happens when the blackhawks started getting good you thought and then they won their first cup you thought to yourself this team will never be bad again yeah, i thought they were gonna right? be the it, pa- i thought patriots of the nhl it, just thought it would never end. They they captured the city. They took off and it was like even people that weren't even thinking about being hockey fans yeah. all of a sudden were just like everyone was a hockey fan. Everybody watched.
3: Yeah.
5: I wasn't even here and you guys are making me sad about this. <laughs> like this is sad it's Well, sad. Kane, is sad. Kane
4: and Taves are Kane and Taves are are like, you know, and there's Michael and Scotty, but after Michael and Scotty, Kane and Taves are probably the conversation.
2: Walter. Walter and who? Matt Sui. Oh, you mean. You mean <laughs> uh, I'm yeah, saying yeah, for yeah.
4: like, for combos. For yeah, like, yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. It, it's it's so Michael I, and So I actually want to say this. Like Jonathan tapes. Jonathan
1: Taves is is my, I, I have two favorite athletes of all time. One is Walter Payton. Two is Jonathan Taves. And I see so many similarities between the two. And I think, you know, Chicago does this thing where we love, we love the Mike Ditkas. We love the tough guys. We love Brian Urlacher, whatever. And to me, I just love that quiet toughness that both Walter and Jonathan just personified, and, and they did. They, they wanted with class. They wanted just by really a motor that never gave up. I mean, Jonathan Taves was a two-way player. When we got into that era, it was a choice you made. Are you gonna Are you gonna be the guy who buys Jonathan Taves jerseys, or are you gonna buy the bu- guy that buys Patrick Kane jer- jerseys? And I watched Jonathan Taves and and just I instantly identified with him. You know, I watched Steve Eisenman, I watched Joe Sackett, You know, both number 19s thinking one day like could we ever have one of those players on the hawks and we did and we got like the same exact guy for 16 years i mean it's pretty cool don't get choked up though i'm gonna get choked up (laughs) it's it's
2: it's, you know i uh, from a hockey standpoint all of this probably should have started three four years ago at least for the hawks to try to get right. this new era restarted and for a while it looked like they were going to but and you then, just can't
1: say goodbye to a player like Jonathan Tays and Patrick Kane That
2: just that it's can't. it's difficult yeah. it's very hard and you're going to be very unpopular for a long time but you know and it, did, it didn't help that matters. they had huge salaries
4: with with no trade clauses yeah I were, know but I, I never you, you know, already before. you already said the name so you might as well say it again until three yeah. years ago I would have said they retire as Hawks no matter what that would have been no nice. No matter what.
2: And, and it, I think for Taves, it could still happen. I, I, You know, if I was betting right now, I would bet he retires. Yeah. Not based on anything I know, no insider info, but just gut feel. And that comment he made the other week stuck with me, man. If it's not hell yes, it's hell no. Yeah. I don't know how he's going to get to the point where he's like, yes, I can't wait to be a Kraken. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's just not – I don't know. I I, I don't – and and does is a team like that going to want to say, hey, we're going to give – you know, three million bucks to Jonathan Taves to come play here for a year, and he may miss half to three quarters of the season if his body doesn't respond. That teams that are looking for—we know this from Chicago more than anybody—teams that are looking to win Stanley Cups and with a chance to win a Stanley Cup, every cap penny is valuable. So they don't—they don't want risky cap hits. They want as guaranteed as they can get. So what's the market for Taves? I don't know. Kane's different, but I don't know if there's a market for Taves.
1: What well, is NBA playoffs time, and that means Big Hoops Action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Get in on the excitement of every game with a touch of a button. New customers can make a $5 pregame Moneyline bet and score $150 in bonus bets if their team wins. Plus, everyone can score a no-sweat same-game parlay every day during the NBA playoffs. Just open the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt in, and place a same-game parlay on any NBA game. If it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus bet back up to $10. Lawrence and I hit big last night. We both bet uh, uh, Bulls Bulls money money line line at halftime. They were down 11.
3: Third quarter, they're down 12, and I said, oh, it's plus 550, and DraftKings is going to give me a 25% boost. Let's ride, Zach. I've
1: been on a nice, nice little heater. We discussed it last night. The heater continues. Anyway, download that DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with code CHGO. New customers get that $5 pregame Moneyline bet and score $150 in bonus bets if their team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code CHGO.
4: Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I wonder what Taves is to score goal tonight, but I better get in the uh, DraftKings app here pretty quick after that. Yeah, in uh,
1: Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelpline.com. M. Dot org in New York call 877-8 Hopenny or text hopenny 4, 4, 6, 4, 6, 467-369. What? Hope and Y. Hope and hope N-Y. N-Y. Hope N-Y. Like, Y. <laughs> 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 in Kansas call one eight hundred I was like, what the hell does Hopenny mean? Sorry. <laughs> it's in lie, Kansas folks. call one 80 52 on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort Kansas. 21-plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook
4: for details and state-specific responsible gambling re- resources. We're also very excited about partnering with Circle K. Uh, check out your local Circle K for the best coffee, beer, snack selection, premium gas, look out for freebies and giveaways down the road. Oh, best deal I've ever gotten. Um, that I don't know, but I always tell Kevin, like, I enjoy the one at 83 and Buffalo Grove Road. You're going to have people camping out there to it's a good you. It's a good one. It's a good t- one. It's attached to a Shell station and a McDonald's, and it's, like, halfway to my in-law's house, so it's a good place to stop either direction if you want to pick up a Twix or something on the way home or you keep going. And then there's another one at 83 and 45, I believe. So there are a couple circle Keys Ks that I've stopped into— Usually great deals, you know. I like to get, uh, what, are the, what are the pretzels with the cheese in the middle that I like? Uh, combos. Combos are another one it's that the I The like ultimate road up. trip snack. Yeah, that's a, that's a good road trip snack for sure. And then the Red Bull. I'm a Red Bull guy. If I'm, taking a long, if I'm going further, if I'm going fishing up in Wisconsin, then you stop and get yourself a Red Bull so you don't fall asleep at the wheel on the way up there. Uh, thanks to Circle K for sponsoring CHGO. Visit your nearest Circle K to pick up all your favorite finds. Real quick, I got to thinking of Kane and Taves and the first thing that popped into my mind during, while you were reading that remember the old nu- nuclear option every time they'd be oh, struggling yeah. <laughs> in the postseason it's gone the nuclear option is gone it was always put them on the same line and let them go yeah. it's yeah. going to change the series that'll so,
2: shift them now it's Jujar Cara and Andreas Athanasiu not go. quite the same
3: no not the same
4: it's
2: alright the next one's coming I just got clearance to go to the game tonight
5: you guys ready to move on though like we're going to the game it's gonna be great. Can- Lawrence feels
3: very left going out
5: to the game. I hope so right. let's go um, are you ready to move on is let's it a okay? scroll
2: stoppers yes
1: if we there's, talk there's about no something else on.
2: me just all of us I got a ten more hours of this crap I know but
5: for right now
4: <laughs> he's only walked once about,
5: <laughs> let's talk about what's happening on social media other than Tave's last day as a Black Hawk, we've got um, some fun Cubs news this week. The Cubs decided to start this new W light show. Like the W. I know you've talked about it, Luke. Yeah. It's, pr- it's pretty cool when the, and they play Go Cubs Go and they win. There's a light show and the lights are in the shape of a W at oh, Wrigley there. Field. It looks really cool. You see photos there. Um, what do you think? Is it? Is it? Is it? not Wrigley Field-esque? Is it not classic? Are you okay with the change? Yeah,
3: Luke, I'm curious your thoughts on this. Why? I, because I'm an old head? Do yeah, you yeah like I, I, I don't like the
4: it. light show. I don't know if I need the flickering lights yeah. after a home run at night, which we haven't seen yet. I do not like the strobing flashing
3: lights. It, it could but be But I don't mind putting, putting the W in the lights. W kind of is cool. But the strobing flashing thing, it started... again. Uh, the, we, we know where Lawrence would have been in
1: 1986. He would have been on the... Friends of the Wrigley Field <laughs> yes, or
5: whatever exactly, they call yeah. it. See <laughs> go cubs go. I think it's fun, but also I'm worried that it could be like they do they have to like warn people now who come to the game who could have Yeah exactly like, a stroke.
2: I would imagine they I don't know. Um my sister had epilepsy, but I, I don't know if it's like different for everybody. Yeah. Um or they can maybe they can make like an epilepsy safe.
3: Light display? I don't mean, know. I don't know, I don't not, know the answer. It's crazy, those displays. Yeah. Like, they've been doing it in college football for a few years. and like, I remember the first time I saw it, I was like, what the hell? And maybe it's, it probably looks a lot darker on TV than it is there. It's probably not as For some yeah. reason, I like story it better. Is,
1: I, I think it looks better at Wrigley than it does at Comiskey,
4: and I don't know why.
3: Well, everything a, does, the, Kevin. The so. the That's another story. Thank you. But, yeah. Yeah. Um,
4: People here's help. Here's what I would say. I don't, I don't love it or hate it. It's fine. I, I greatly dislike the air raid siren at, at a Bears game. This is not that. Ha! Huh.
2: I think once you put up uh, multiple, multiple giant scoreboards yeah. and ads everywhere, which I'm fine with, yeah, me too, because it means revenue and contracts and all those good things. Two. Great. Um, you've lost the the purity of Wrigley is gone. So bring it on.
4: Yeah, I mean the, the ballpark's changed. It's still got the old scoreboard, but yet now you're going to have a DraftKings sports book on the corner. Yeah, video boards. I'm fine with all of it. Make it's nicer money. than it was 15 <laughs> years ago. There's no arguing that. They got to get Shohei somehow. Somehow, that's right.
5: And more Cubs news. Look at this guy. It's Nico Horner in a cowboy hat. Howdy, Horner, as I and his <laughs> Howdy, name. Horner. Um, when do here, we start the shirt? Yeah, we need a new shirt for him too. Um, this is after his first walk off the that's other same day. Night,
3: that same night. Yeah,
5: and. Yon Gomes decided to put this hat on him, and it's sort of a new celebratory thing they've got going. I think they should keep it up. I like it. I think it's a fun theme. I think it creates good camaraderie in the in the clubhouse.
2: Good Oops. social content. Yeah. I have a, a question, though. Can you go back to that photo?
3: Oh, I know what you're going to talk about.
2: Is that a helmet made of Skittles?
3: Yes. <laughs> that should be the rally
2: yeah, hat. What are we should, doing yeah. here? Oh, thank
3: you for noticing that. Or I'm, I'm just going to take a bite out of it. helmet. Marshawn Lynch helmet, yeah. <laughs> I've been looking at that for three days now going, Wow. Whose locker is that, though? Is the question. Uh, it's whoever's next to Nico. It just
5: says Chicago Cubs on it. I looked at that in, in yeah. Ryan's video.
3: Yeah.
5: Next to Nico is just an empty Cubs locker. We should so do that in here. Cubs we
1: should to. get some sort of pizza, like, and the employee of the week has to wear that on the pod, every podcast. I
5: like it.
4: We, Italian beef. Maybe helmet. we get the Skittles helmet.
5: <laughs> yeah. For a week, you have, that, you have to wear that. You have to wear the candy that's probably.
4: Melting on your head look, if it's Luke, hot when the AC is not working. Look in your, like Dennis Rowland when the show's over. Blue,
1: red, green Luke wants to be employee of the, of the week the first week, otherwise, he doesn't want to be employee right. of the week at
5: all.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, outbreak at CHGO. You know me well.
5: <laughs> and this was just last night. DeMar DeRozan's daughter, we all saw this. It was all over social media. The queen of the fourth. She was screaming during any Raptors free throws. And even DeMar was surprised that he was like, wow, that was my daughter doing that. This was fun. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if it was fun for people sitting next to her and in front of her, but she really cares. Maybe she contributed to the win, I think. I love it.
3: DR I love how much she looks like him.
5: Yeah, yeah. she really does. Yeah, Super queen, cute. Queen How many times forest? do you think Good
3: DeMar's call. had to say
4: indoor voices?
1: <laughs> yeah. So the Raptors last night were 18 of 36 from the free throw line. Wow. I think Will Gottlieb, but I forgot what the, what the time frame was. It was like the last 30, 40 years, there's only 11 teams that have shot at least 36 free throws and shot 50% or less. It's just like I'm not even sure that I knew that was possible that an NBA team could shoot 50% from the line.
3: It's pretty terrible. I'll say bad. that. It's yeah. just incredible. Yeah,
5: and uh, the Chicago Sky tweeted this, and asked if uh, Dr. is free yeah. this summer.
4: What's <laughs> up to the summer for DR? them?
5: I she's love not that. going
4: to the game on Friday. Tamar already said she's got to go to school. Good for tomorrow. Can't get her there.
3: Good for tomorrow, and also good for your one point seven percent.
4: Stay
5: oh. in school, kids. That's
4: the real reason. <laughs> <laughs>
5: All right, and last but certainly not least, our CHGO clip of the week. Earlier last week, we had. Braxton Jones on the show, on awesome the CHGO Bear show. He was, he was sitting great. right there. He was sitting right in the seat. Wow. And he talked about that moment from the, the sliding win last season where he's kind of like Justin Fields was like flexing after he slid and Braxton Jones just pops right up in the camera. <laughs>
3: Did you join the uh, the belly flops in the end zone uh, against the 49ers? I did. Uh, five, yeah. I, that's what I thought. I don't know if the, he's wearing the – Lawrence is wearing
0: the shirt today. Oh, but wow. But we got to get yes. you one of those. Yeah, that, was, that is we, awesome right there. Yeah. A yeah. QB slide yeah, so shirt. I have a, like, I have a cool good shirt. thing for getting in Justin's way in the in the camera. I, <laughs> no, I don't mean to. Right. I do be getting in the way. I just am trying to hype him up, literally. Like, <laughs> But I'm getting in the way. So i got to kind of watch myself this upcoming season and uh, stay out the way, make sure I can yeah. let him – hit the Dougie or something you know give him that (laughs) give him that but but your job by definition is to stay between whatever's coming at Justin yeah true so that's where you should be that's why yeah yeah, Yeah. right there so (laughs) right in front making sure nobody's getting him for sure
5: (laughs) so yeah we want him to be in the way of Justin but in that moment it was kind of funny because he just popped out of nowhere but he was allowed to celebrate too right
1: I'm like the number one Braxton Jones fan now that guy was so cool like he was cool
5: you can He's replace cool your love for Taves with Braxton Jones.
1: He's not rich. Never for replace his love. For 3 Jones. Super Bowls. I could get before could start I mean, that conversation. Yeah. I am in a position right now where I do need to know I do need to like make a decision on which the next Bears jersey I'm going to buy. I think it's Justin Fields, but there's also a little part of me, I do want a Colcomat jersey.
2: Yeah. And a Braxton Jones one might be pretty cool. I'm having this dilemma where if I'm old enough to father the yeah. player, I don't know if I can wear their jersey anymore. Mm-hmm. Eh. Like, Taves is a peer age group. Like I can hang out in a group of people with Taves, that and it wouldn't it look weirder. weird. But <laughs> if I was, like, hanging out with Justin Fields, like, that's a, that's a child.
5: I actually heard Taylor <laughs> McGregor, who is the Cubs reporter for Marquee, she said on one of the broadcasts that she won't date a guy who wears – like, players' jerseys, because she covers them. That's so awkward if they, for like, her. they wear, like, a Cubs jersey to a game. But she, Who was it that said it? Taylor McGregor said oh. that from Marquis. Oh, I do remember hearing her yeah, say that. Yeah, she said, and
4: like, we were I can't. She really cut down Cody her pool of candidates fun. in Wrigleyville. Cody though. and Ryan were not happy about it. <laughs> Cody specifically was very upset.
5: And I don't very know. Upset. I, like, tried to put myself in that scenario, and I was like, I don't know if I'd care. But she, it's, it bothers me. Nothing her. about
1: sports fandom makes it, sense or is cool or whatever. So I'm just going to
4: do it. Whatever it's makes you game. happy. Let's I will. not As so, I rule, I would TikTok. never date someone that watched the Kardashians. Yeah, so look, Indeed. am I stressed about buying one? tickets tonight, Lawrence? You and I now have to buy
1: tickets.
3: Yeah, where are we going to I'm gonna not go? stressed. Where are we going to get them?
1: We're going to call up game time. hey What do we got going on right now? Game uh, time, uh, buying tickets to your favorite events should not be stressful. It's yeah. a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stress stressing over the tickets. Start getting hyped for the fun and memories you'll make.
3: Where are we sitting tonight?
1: Uh, I don't know. We, we both won money last night. So.
3: Standing room only, 40 bucks. Well, How many seats on the glass room room
4: are available? Uh, You've got to be able to yeah, pound you you the glass so closed. you make an acknowledgement. Oh. Yes, yeah, match let, your, let's your chest sit Right behind the it. Blackhawks bench. What How about, does
3: that cost? Uh, $2,600. Let's right do here. it.
2: How much
1: did
3: you if win you last
4: paint night? Paint CHGO on your chest and press
3: it up against the glass. you got to paint it backwards,
2: though. That's right. Good point. That's good point. Oh no, you don't. Uh, Never mind, I'm yeah, stupid. We'll get Twenty-six
3: hundred dollars is <laughs> it's not a mirror. <laughs> that is almost four times as much I paid for the cup clincher in 2015. <laughs> so I'm going to say no to that.
2: Inflation. All right. Yeah. Well, with game time, well, you know, the longer you wait, the lower it gets.
3: That's right. Excellent right. We, point. We
1: got. We got. A, what we got? Three and a half hours now. We so got we're this. we're going to be watching game time, and game time has flash deals and on last minute tickets. They're easy to find, and you can buy tickets for every kind of event in your area, not just Blackhawks games. They'll give you image of seat views, lowest price guarantee, event cancellation protection, and job loss protection, et cetera. I hope I don't lose my job in between now and seven. No, we got this. It's all good. But we if I did, this. I'd be covered.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: All right. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app now. Create an account and use code CHGO for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code CHGO for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed.
2: So wait, if you lose your job, you get your ticket money back or a portion of it, (laughs) if you know you're going to get fired, buy some kick-ass tickets. Taylor (laughs) Swift's coming. That's right. Taylor Swift's coming. Or buy them, then tell your boss off. And be like, well, (laughs) yeah, if you know you want out. Yeah, my Hawks tickets are free. Win-win. There we go. You
3: know,
1: the Taylor Swift <laughs> tickets are the play, the play there, but That's right. Probably read the fine print on that before you do that. <laughs> hey, like this was an awesome tickets. show. We love, um, you know, remembering Jonathan Taves. Thank you, with, with everyone. Thanks, everyone, for stopping by. Hit that like button on your way out. Make sure you check out our Oh, Captain, My Captain shirt. I think we're probably going to sell more than a few of those pretty awesome check those out at chgolocker.com jay thank you for joining us of course you've got a long uh, night ahead of you good so do you casey you're going to be covering uh the, the stuff out there too yes. she's so going to be holding me consoling
2: in- me
5: yeah it'll just be me just crying with i'll you. be in a
3: the
2: position rocking back and forth and casey will be patting Kiss you me on the head
3: hopefully so. so do we hopefully we have a long night ahead too gotta get those
5: <laughs> you guys have a different kind of long Tape night. scores <laughs> a
2: goal yes or no
3: uh, what is it? About? I'm going to no. say
2: no, and here's why. Because it'll be cool that Kane and Taves' last goals at the United Center will have been disallowed. <laughs> That's a cool trivia question. That's a very cool trivia The one. last time both players put the puck in the net at the UC, the goals were disallowed. So I, no goal for Taves. All right. no goal but at least Taves. nine assists, my friend.
3: Nine assists.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes. How nine about assists. 19? That sounds oh, great.
1: All right. This has been the Chicago Sports Podcast. I'm Kevin Kadek. Thanks for joining us.
3: Oh, I guess we got to go, huh?